Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Morning, morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to you, Rob. How are you? I'm very well. And good morning, everyone else. It's running commentary. It's a spring. Spring is kind of sneaking up on us. It's it? sort of sneaking up on us. We're going to do a look at a cosy seven. Okay, imagine. good. Is it? I mean, nice. cosy seven to five assembly. We'll see how we feel. I just like because you've run here already, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But my miles are up. I'm happy. And, uh, you're just running wherever yeah, you just, are, you're oh, just look, running. There's Ali Pally up ahead. Um, we're heading out towards Alexander Palace, which we haven't done for a while. So no, we haven't done nice. No, we're doing and Ali also, Pally loop. these uh, Crouch End roads are going down. The last time I was here was on Boxing Day. All which right. Which was... Um, the weather was fantastic, but it was really Dickensian. Yeah. It was like cold and rainy <coughs> and misty. And uh, my family and... Uh, my mum, we came down here to see West Side Story. All right. <coughs> what, the cinema? Yeah. Nice. It was nice. A bit blooming cold. But it's, yeah, it's lovely. In the cinema. It's lovely. And uh, how is it finding you? How fine you is it? You said before we recorded that you, you're doing a lot of running at the moment. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're bumping uh, up the miles. Yeah, I think that when it comes down to it, you know, I don't want to go on about it too long but I'm sure I will but I think in simple terms last week's running was uh, it was really great and it was kind of like a peak right but in terms of my mileage climb this is the last week right so I'm basically in the in a quite in a slightly flagging home stretch see what I mean yes on the on the uh, the last week of my mileage right so the 40 I ran 45 miles last week and uh you know, and had some really good adventures and felt great. I want to run 50 this week. And I'm it's a lot. I'm tired of my legs. It is a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, this is uh, it's real training, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You feel the benefit when you stop, when you, when you rest for a little bit. So, uh, but also, you know, it's interesting to note, I see you've got your compression socks on there. I should really get some of those. Because you're I, feeling a bit... The reason I haven't got any is because I think I've got some. Right. So, you know, I think, well, why would I buy some when there's some deacon deep in the box in the cupboard? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll do but it. you've yet to find them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, yet yeah. to look for them. Yeah. <laughs> nice but and yeah, useful. My, uh, 
feel it in my calves. Right. <laughs> but in fact, that, that, that really niggly calf on the right is kind of not as bad as it was. And I start to feel a similar thing in the left, which right, is the okay. classic heavy trainers. Oh, good. A new pain. Yes. That's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. A new compensation. Yeah. Injury. And you were in the... We were both up north at the weekend. Yeah, where were you at the weekend? I did... I did York on Thursday. Lovely. I did uh, Nantwich and Grappen Hall on Friday, which was I a great. These days, we'll have a little chat. Nantwich about is called uh, Elderly Lady Tick. I don't think you right. should be <laughs> to describe it that way. And Saturday was Lancaster. Right. Lancaster Grand. The gig at did uh, bomb. The gig <laughs> at. <laughs> The gig at Grappen Hall was lovely, actually. Oh, yeah. You've played there recently. Yeah, just recently. Isn't it great? It's it's such a nice gig. It's so friendly. And that was on Friday. That was on Friday. Did you stay over and do uh, Warrington Park Run? No, I didn't know. I was staying in Wakefield. um, But what I did do is sell a few books. It's one of those, because I never sell books. No. And the guy running it, um, who is called Guy. Guy? Yeah, um, Guy Thomas yeah. said, why don't you sell some books? So I did, and, and people bought them, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is something that doesn't tend to happen at even running running shows. No, that's right. So exactly. it was quite nice. They're very, very, just just the best of those, the best of the circuit, isn't it? Those 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 gigs in like local communities yeah, where everyone knows like, each other and it's yeah, really friendly. Right. They're so lovely. They get it. They're basically, yeah. they're some gigs. You know, even really good gigs, you've basically got to build a sense of the gig, a sense of their knowledge of you, the feeling of what the comedy is from the ground up. Yeah, and, and they're then they get there and it's great. But the gigs like Grappenhall, like you're saying, they're, they're just 40% of the they're, way they're there already. off, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's like you know them already sort of thing before yeah, you're yeah. on stage. Yeah, it's lovely. Oh, there we go. And Nantwich was beautiful as well. I mean, just really nice That's gig. That's a nice gig. Is that in, like, the Civic Hall? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, a really nice gig. Um, elderly lady tick. Nantwich oh, is cheers, considered, cheers. A, thank you. Cheers, mate. considered thank a fence as these days. Careful, careful, careful. Right. So, um, yeah, and I had a lovely time in Blackpool. That's another... The gig there is lovely, isn't it? It's beautifully set up. I've never been in that room yeah. when you were talking about going there. Yeah. There weren't that many in at the weekend, just at the time of year. But yes. it's such a nice club that the, I mean, there were plenty in. And they were just really yeah, they are cohesive nice. and, and lovely and really. It's good fun. It can, you nice can be, be, be quite playful there. Yeah. Which is a dire stark contrast to when you actually leave the venue. <laughs> Not, I didn't see much play going on. Yeah, there. I had a really nice time in Blackboard. I just think it's very compartmentalised, isn't it? I mean, there's no um, people that have no uh, delusions about the, you know, there's people there with difficult lives and there's a lot of poverty and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's interesting to be there and go to a comedy gig, which is really geared up to be very welcoming to uh, thank you to comedy audiences and comedians. Yeah. And perhaps not so welcoming to people wandering in off the street, you know. And that's the same going to the park when you see that community, you know. I think that it's lovely and it makes you realise that there's all kinds of things going on in all kinds of yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, enjoy, even, did you enjoy the park run? It was great, but the weather, I think, also pins people down in a way. Yeah. But yeah, I went out on the Saturday night 
really wanted to get a nice hot meal. And I know I'm a fussy eater in the old terminology of the thing. Yeah. But actually, I'm not really. Do you know what I mean? I've what, you wanted a hot meal in Blackpool after the gig? No, no. Oh, all right. At dinner time. All right, okay. And, uh, you know... I'd you wanted a meal in Blackpool? Yeah, call me crazy. <laughs> call me crazy. <laughs> anyway, so I went walking around what I thought was... Fish and chips? Well, I would have I gone for chips. <laughs> but I wanted a, a uh, ideally an Indian or a Chinese or a Thai. Right. right? And I had a little wonder. And I, you get to like a parade of takeaways... And it's all kebabs and burgers. Yeah. Like all kebabs and burgers. And yeah. all, like, this takeaway doesn't seem very nice. You know what I mean? Yes. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. just, like, servicing the basest need. Yeah. And then, but then I found a really nice looking, I can't remember if it was tiring, I think it was a Chinese place. I said, uh, do you do takeaway? And they said, well, normally we do. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's good to know. Changed. I think it was because it was a meal time. Right. So, I went from that place, and I went walking around. I found another place, a Thai place. Yeah. And I said, "Do you do takeaway?" And I said, "Yeah, normal." But it's going to take about an hour. <laughs> and you've got to sit down for it. <laughs> and we bring it to the table. And you're going to slow roast it. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, I found another Thai place, but it was a massage parlor. Right, nice. So I had my dinner from co-op. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was really nice. Yeah, it's a... Uh, did you stay at the same place, the 8 to 8.45 breakfast? Yeah, but I didn't have the breakfast. Right. <laughs> yeah. and they, you I don't think anyone has the breakfast. They didn't, you didn't get a picture. They've got pictures of all the comedians over the uh, mantelpiece. Maybe it's because I didn't make breakfast. Yeah. Um, I think it's because you were sulking about breakfast. Tell me about the uh, part room. <laughs> because, you know, you really haven't left that breakfast thing alone. <laughs> 8 to 8.45. That 8.52. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You missed it. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say that park run came at the end of a very exciting week's running. I can't remember how long I ran when I saw you, but I put a good few miles in. Yeah, you run loads early in the week, didn't you? Yeah, and then on Wednesday, I did this thing where I'd looked at the map and it said it was uh, 13 miles cross-country. Right. From, uh, oh, watch out. Thanks, guys. Shaking their grit into a skip. Here we go. Or in this case, shaking their grit into your face. Uh, builders uh, covered shaking in hardcore uh, out into Tongs' face. Covered in uh, dubious white substance <laughs> before sprinting headlong into the path of a bus. <laughs> Choking on small pieces of grit. <laughs> and run over my bus. Incredible right. disregard for public safety. <laughs> shaking a sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making the comedians. Lose this time. See the Christmas size of Christmas trees there. Oh. What, what's what's happening there? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Someone someone must have said they'd be picking Someone's, them up. Someone's either or the public of this, the locals have decided on mass that this is where we're dumping them. You know what it Cause is? Because there was a thing this year where the council weren't getting rid of them, wasn't it? Unless you chopped them up, that was a thing. Well, not my council. But that's what they're saying around here. Unless you chopped them up, they wouldn't take them. Well, also, it seems to me this smacks of um, evening paper down behind the wall. You know what I mean? Where the right. uh, someone's been given the responsibility of getting rid of them, and they're like, I don't know what to do. Don't yeah. They dumped them in the park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I still find the most amazing thing with the Christmas trees, though, is it's Boxing Day. What the people get them out on Boxing Day? Yeah, that's I, it. Christmas is done. <laughs> done. Yeah, I saw yeah. a guy at like 11 o'clock on Boxing Day, the Boxing Day before last, carrying a tree out of the house. 
yeah. with a kind of stern look on his face. So miserable. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And the tree was healthy. Yeah, yeah. It looked it like crazy. it was still alive. It was yeah, green yeah, yeah. and Leave glowing. It, let it live. Going, please. Let I've got breathe. so much more to give. Breathe. So, yeah, 30 miles cross country. Right. From my. Uh, uh, Chesham Station Yeah. to my mum's house. Right. And uh, I wanted to up the mileage in that basically trying to sneak up on myself. Yeah. You know, like running to you and running away. Right. So I had the good one glad we going this way. Yeah, this is good. It's a bit of trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is considering we're in a park in Crouch End. We're kind of wasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the Grimp and Mire. Um, so yeah, uh, I checked myself into 16. By running to King's Cross. Oh, nice. Okay. Which is really nice, because you know, that's a lovely run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, mate. Hello. Hey. Yeah, Sorry. Right. <laughs> First of all, we got into a bog, and then somehow, <laughs> in an empty park, <laughs> we, we found a dog. in a collision course with a dog, with a big stick running back to his owner, or her owner. And uh, so, yeah, so I tried down to King's Cross, which is very nice, and, very, and bang on the money, three-miler. And then I got on the... Uh, Underground, how to Chesham. Right. And uh, it's amazing taking the underground to Chesham because Chesham is like, you know, it's an old railway station, like Harry Potter. There's only one line. Right. And the fancy-edged uh, platform roof, you know? Yeah. Kind of think Bernard Cribbins is going to be on the platform and said, oh, you, you have to get off quick. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny Agata yeah. gave me a pants <laughs> around on a stick. Yeah. I found you very attractive. <laughs> well, you changed it up there. <laughs> Remember that the characters in the railway children are children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was... Jenny Agatha wasn't, though. To I think that might have been Gavin, though. Hello, Gavin. spotted uh, Gavin Evans. In the wild. In, in situ. That's not like Gavin to be out running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah you, did, you, you did... And I ran 16. out of the station, you know. And yeah. it was a really good, it was such a good um, ultra-ish yeah. um, training run because obviously the distance was relevant and there was lots of uh, different uh, surfaces to work with. Right. But just the experience of it, you know? Yeah. Just knowing, kind of not knowing where I was going and going across country and getting into the mindset of... Just having a good ramble. Yeah, and uh, you know, we have to talk about that kind of negative of... The New York Marathon to come around the corner and seeing the next hour of your life. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a negative, you know. No, it doesn't. No, I no, ran no. out of Chesham, found my way on the right road, ran up a little road out of the hill, went across a couple of fields. I checked the map a lot. Right. Because I really didn't want to get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we did in Dolby Forest and like even worse, like I did in White. Do you remember how badly I got lost? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I made sure I never put a foot wrong. And also using the fact that it's ultra running. I'm allowed to stop and look at the map. Do you yeah, know what you're I mean? allowed Just, to do Yes, of course. It's not yeah. the park. I'm not, I'm not. Step, step, step. You know. Yeah. Anyway, I went up this uh, bridleway of a place called Herbert's Hollow. And it was, it was fantastic. It went on for good, it was several miles, a couple of miles. Right. A good, you know, slice of my morning. Just slightly uphill. And... Uh, I don't know, it's just like something in my book. Strength. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. a couple of guys fixing a fence. Morning. There's a one walker with a big rucksack and sticks. Yeah. She might have just been out for a walk, but she might have been running, walking her 30th mile, you know. Yeah, yeah, nice. An old lady on a horse. And no one else, you know, like yes, loads yeah, of time yeah, yeah, in yeah. between. 
like say, yeah, it's like it's booming Lord of the Rings. And then I went, I got on a road and I, lots more hills and quite a lot more road. Right. And then I had good practice for how boring it can be to run a long way in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. I got my headphones off for safety and these just big roads and sort of, you know, just making sure I knew when there was cars coming up behind me and stuff. And went sort of gradually uphill through to Great Missenden's really nice, but around there. And it just went on. But I felt good about it. And then eventually popped out and went across the Chilterns. Sounds like it. Sounds great. It was really good. And then it was muddy and it was technical, as they say. Yeah. Up on the top. And then I got to the very top of the Chilterns above the Vale of Aylesbury. And I saw it and I thought, oh, I'm there. Which is so ridiculous, you know. Yes. I'm still miles (laughs) from my mum's house. But as as I got to the top of the hill, I thought, oh, that's it. We're done now. And... uh, And uh, yes, we've been doing good exercises on nice, the cricket yeah. table. It's good clever of them to get off the mud apart from anything else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of messaged mum and said, oh, sorry, I'm like nearly there. Get the kettle on. Get the kettle on. Yeah. And, uh, and then I ran down the hill and I really let the pace take me down the hill, which, of course, is not ideal. But it was, <laughs> it no, was great, great yeah. rattling down. And it was another, yeah, another three miles from the top to the end. And uh, brilliantly, I said, we're going to be late for lunch. You know, maybe you want to meet here. Do you want to pick me up? And she's like, no, no, I phoned him up. I've delayed the table. <laughs> no, no. Oh, great. No, no, keep running. I get to do my whole run. Yeah, yeah. Look at this tree. I know we've seen it before, but I haven't seen it before. That's beautiful, yeah. It's a bit of a classic. Can you do an impression of it for me? Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Tree art. Triage. Triage. Cut myself. C'est bon. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, it was really nice that last three miles just kind of compartmentalised into being the finish, you know? Yeah. Ran down the hill, fast as it was a hill. Then had the idea that I'd kind of float down. Realised that as soon as you got to the bottom of the hill, you started going uphill again. So, <laughs> thanks very much. Went down these country lanes to my... Mum's house, my mum and dad's old place, and uh, and I did the sprint finish as best I could, you know. And uh, so this is a, it's a sol- you've done a solid training run there, haven't you? Yeah, it was ultra it was solid a real run. Thing, you know, I, yeah. I'm telling, I'm just giving you the details now, but you can imagine back when I did it, that was just such an adventure, yeah. you know, yeah. and really gorgeous. I'm sure there's people out there who've run there. It was the, the Chilton Link. And I could have got more, I could have got better trail out of it, but it was very linear. Yeah. So I sort of ran a broadway, then ran a road, then ran a broadway. But from that point of view, it means when you are on the country bits, ancient roads. Yes, yeah. You know, just fantastic. And birds of prey up on the hill, people riding their horses. And then, yeah, as I say, I had the the music back on, I had a fantastic song. I could see the kind of uh, speed limit signs of my mum's village. Right. And I got my thumbs up and sped up. Yeah. And I did speed up. Yeah. I didn't, and I was aware that I didn't, it wasn't, didn't speed up much. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a a Tom Cruise finish. But it was a finish. Yeah. Felt great. Yeah. And again, nice and tricksy because that was like a, Trail half. Well, it's but nice I did three miles first. Yeah, it's nice to finish strong on a, what is in essence a 16 mile day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then later on, my mum took me and my brother out for lunch, so that was pretty, that'll right. do. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, 
on, later on when I got back to that Chesham station, it was like there's little birdies going, <laughs> and uh, a sunset like you wouldn't believe. What so it's a special yeah, day. Yeah. yeah, made me feel good about the whole project, you know. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Even the long roady bit made me think, made me realise that it is lovely to run listening to music. You know, I love it. Yeah. But also, I missed you out there or someone to talk to. Just try to run away, yeah, totes. That ultra run wants to be a chat, you know? Yeah. Or if not a chat, a shared experience. A, run, yeah. a shared experience. Run next to someone where you can occasionally go, I'm not good. peanut. So, my leg's falling off. Technical stuff. I wore my, uh, I practiced with my hydration vest. Right. And I sipped a bit of water. But I do think, and you've witnessed this, I think it needs to be quite manual for water sipping. I think my natural mode is to hydrate later. Right. I need to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get to my son does this. I see my son go to school, often. not drink all day, and then put away a litre or two of water at dinner and then go to bed. You know what I mean? It's just a yeah, yeah, yeah. camel-like constitution, but it doesn't really suit me. And I know you know because going right back to our first longest training run, he said, you've got to have a drink if you're thirsty. You've got to have a drink. You've got to keep drinking. I'll get yeah. one later, Paul. Sipping. i got get one now. Preemptive sipping. <laughs> and uh, I just uh, grabbed a, uh, like a nice peanut butter vegan snack bar thing from uh, our kitchen. Yeah. Nicked one of my daughter's lunches, basically. Right. And uh, I thought, I have that. I have that when I've done my fast. I'll see about eating on the run. Yeah. And again, like the map reading, I thought, if I need to stop and walk and eat it, you know, that That's what, absolutely fine, of course. And uh, yeah. I got it. And I just got off the road and got back into the country. Really lovely. Got this really delicious... Ella's Kitchen peanut thing out. Right. Had a couple of bites. Thought, I'm okay, running. Yeah. Looked at the map, went across the crossroads, had a few more bites. Finished it off. Realised... You felt sick. About a third of it is still kind of ticking around in my mouth. Right. <laughs> Stuck between my gums and my cheeks. And right. Peanuts and just going... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't ideal. Didn't, didn't go that well. So, that's something to work on. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, That will be... A fair bit of the training, wasn't it? And next, next time I go for a long one in the country, I'm definitely taking salty little potato. Yeah. Because A, sounds delicious, and B, recommended. So there you go. Yeah. So that, so that meant you'd done quite a lot by the first half of the week, didn't it? Yeah, I can't remember what kind of running I did on. Oh, that's right. It was you, wasn't it? I, I was telling you about my week, and you said, well, I think you'd be strong for Blackpool. So I was like, I don't really want to skip my run on Friday because I want to get to 45. Right, right. And you said, take Friday off, which was good for me in terms of what I was up to. Yeah. I ran again on Thursday. It was the classic, dear listener, it was a classic Tonks text. He never really sign up to actually coaching us. <laughs> Just occasionally throw something out there. Like, I'm to do this. And uh, you said that. He said, skip, skip Friday's run and go for a good park run in Blackpool. And I thought, I'm doing that. So I did. I ran on Thursday. Yeah. Rested on Friday. Went to Blackpool Park Run, which is lovely, isn't it? What it a is nice, nice. Park. Stanley Park is a classic park. Big. Did, did, did you get what I mean about the uh, the downhills? Uh, actually, quite a lot of downhills. I didn't really feel that, I'll be honest. But, but the start is half a mile straight downhill, isn't it? 
I don't know. They said they've changed it, so right, I think right. it might have been different even since you were there. Right, okay. Um, what I did get from it, apart from the gorgeous parkness of it, which reminded me most, I think, of South Manchester Park Run. Yeah. Because the park is so interesting with, like, a lake and a fountain and... It's all on such a big scale as well, because it's Victorian, isn't it? Yeah. The bandstand is like St Paul's Cathedral. Yeah, I went to the cafe afterwards. It's like the British Museum. Anyway, very nice. Good scene. Yeah. My, the fact that it was two laps I thought was good, because I wanted to run it like the four-lap 10Ks I've been doing recently. Right. I don't know if I can run a four-lap 10K fast. And then two laps of this should be like the first half of one of those. See what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you do. It's not complicated, is it? Anyway. Cheers. And uh, got to a bad start at Highbury last week. So this time I made sure I was up front and committed Yeah. as we set off. Oh, before the start. Hey, everyone. Hey, round of applause. Um, it's our fifth birthday. Hey. Oh, that's not Oh, round of applause. And also, it's Santos. Doing the hundredth one. Hey, any uh, tourists? Anyone in? I put my hand up. Oh, it's the only one. Oh, where are you from? I said London. See why well, she said. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and on we went. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally, I can't remember ever being at a park run where someone announced something before the race and nobody clapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you from? London. Just oh, nothing. Right. Just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was a chastening moment. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss so that was Trixie because you stumbled and I said are you okay and you said yeah and went to the toilet (laughs) 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 so uh, yeah so uh, feeling slightly chastened and like everyone really hated me for being from London yeah 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 yeah. they did I um, so unnecessary though 
I mean, it's so unnecessary, isn't it? <laughs> Almost sort of reflexive kind of... I don't know. It's habit. What's that it? about? Yeah, it's well, a habitual it's response, sense, isn't it? And also, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a sense... Hey, love, you're right. Tomorrow. Le du garçon. All right, okay. Okay, cool. Okay, let's hope so. Okay, cool. No worries. Yeah, give us a shout. Take care, love. So we're meant to be going from here with them tomorrow. Yeah, and you just had a close-up chat with her, but apparently she might have COVID. <laughs> Great. <laughs> good times, good times. Um, we never get into this park run, are we? We and never get into this what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, we're not, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say about the London thing. I feel like if you're... You know, if you spend your days going, oh, London, what a crap house full of idiots, all, your t- all the time. Yeah. And then after a few months of that kind of steadily bubbling along like it does, you meet someone from London. Yeah. It's hard to know what to do next. Oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like we're not going to make a fuss about it because they're from London. Do you know what I mean? Just because yeah, yeah, you're from yeah. London, we're not going to make a fuss yeah. sort of thing. And I get it. It's just, yeah, but it was just, yeah. just basic manners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was really. Yeah, I find it so, a bit weird. Well, I was thinking about it. Literally during the park, and I was thinking about you. I was thinking, you know, as a, you know, being the huge running influencers that we are. Of course. There are things about your status that I can never match. You know, you, you write for Runners World. You've done a sub three-hour marathon. Yeah. You've been a top runner all your life. Well. And also, it has to be added. You're northern. Rel- relative term. That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's, these we'll are the things I can yeah. never compete with. You'll never be northern like Paul. <laughs> and this is it's so unfair because you've lived in London since the beginning of time. I've been in London 30 years. I'll absolutely He's adore been buying hummus and crab gents since yeah. before you were born. I love London. And I love going up north. I went to do some gigs up north. And I do always get that feeling of like... I miss it. I feel slightly different when I'm up there. Yeah, yeah. In a way that's a hard to explain. Kind of homecoming. Yeah, yeah. But I just, we were chatting about it yesterday, me and Rachel, about could we move back up north? And I just miss all my mates too much at the moment. Yeah. You just lay down so many routes over that's 30 right. years, it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. At a different level, it's just, you realise, I bet you realise this when you move from Stokey to Crouch End. Yeah, even As the older you get, the more. Just a short move like that yeah. changes your life. You know? Yeah, it does, yeah. And just having to start again. And also we do, you know, we, we realise how lucky we are to... Well, the thing is we're not tourists. We yeah. travel around flying our trade. Yeah. You know, good travellers know that the best way to experience someone really far away is to try and get in amongst the life of it. You know, rather than following the... The, the holiday pathways. This is why travel shows and like food shows on TV are so good. Yeah. Because you meet real people doing what they really do, you know. And of course, what we do is kind of rarefied and the thing ridiculous. But we are there doing what we do, and we meet people who live in these places. Oh no! Because it's such a love for them, and we've been doing it for ages. It's fantastic. So we get to so unusual for me to be in Blackpool, going to a comic con I've never been into before. But Normally, no, there's a little hunt coming every day. But, the, but, the, but, there's a, but there's a weird difference in in pride about 
which I'm never that big on anyway, in terms of like where you're from or where you're living or whatever. Yeah. But when you, I totally understand the concepts of like Northern pride, we're a bit different and we're proud and yeah. we say it as it is. And, and I do have elements of that in my personality, obviously. Yeah. But the pride you have for London, or the pride one has for London, is almost because it's so disparate. Yeah, there's no such there's thing so many different people. There's no collective identity at all. That's right. It's just kind of proud, proud that we've all come here or something. I don't yeah, and this is do you know what I'm saying? Curse, so I mean, don't get us wrong. It's really important that you understand, that we understand, that people are anti-London because the way London presents itself to the world, the London centricity yeah. of, of, the of the UK government and the money yeah, 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 yeah. is so is offensive. <laughs> yes. So, you know, yeah. we get that. Yeah. But it's not us, we just live here. And uh, like you say, it's... There's so many different people, so the idea of being things. a Londoner is almost meaningless, really. Yeah, that's, and that's what I love about it. It's so yeah, cosmopolitan, it's so multicultural, and when people say that, they tend to mean ethnicity, but I mean it in every way. It's yeah. just all different people doing all different things. And it's a great place for a run. Yeah. But I tell you what, I've heard, because it's been mentioned once or twice on the internet, the drinks are quite expensive here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, we're coming up by uh, Ali Pali Pond. Yeah, this would be a good place to go to the toilet. Yeah. Too late now, isn't it, Too Bushy? late for that now. Oh, comedian scene. Retreating into the undergrowth. Within half a mile of a public sanctioned uh, <laughs> convenience over. Well, he seems to like it. <laughs> Sudden rush of uh, excitement prompted a uh, intense sprint into the bushes over. Oh, uh, yeah. That reminds me of something I feel a bit bad for mentioning because it wasn't told to us directly. It was a friend of a friend of, her, of us online. Yeah. Had an absolute nightmare at the park run of the weekend. Right. Um, Beth, I think her name was. Right. And hello, Beth, if you're listening. And, uh, Hi, Beth. Great stuff, and here's to you. Because uh, she had a moment right. on the park run, and she was like... Um, this is it. I'm, right. <laughs> this so is she it. Took cover. This is it. By her own. Right. Uh, um, admission. Not much cover at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, had to, uh, you know, she didn't drop the kids off at the pool. She dropped the kids off next to the park. Run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and even so, that still garnered a small round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But at least she's not from London. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Hey! Come on up on the side of the track! Hey! Where are you from, sir? London! Alright. Alright. It came back to us because someone said, oh, you should listen to the Zoe Lyons episode. <laughs> so, you know, people have been scarred by that. And I think scarring is a great way to, to bring in new audiences. It's like that, uh, that thing when I... I don't know if I've told it before in here, but... When me and Tim Vine were doing a little tour of the churches in, at the Edinburgh Festival. Let's go close to the house, it's windy out here, yeah. And we were going to like, just loads of different churches and different like, you know, charismatic churches in like hotel foyers and where everyone's going like, yeah, yeah. you know, just different, different methods. And we went to a really austere... A lot of crossover between park runs and churches. Yeah, yeah. There is. And we went to an austere sort of Presbyterian... Scottish Church in, in Edinburgh and the, Kirk. and the vicar came out and said uh, said is anyone here from uh, outside Scotland 
and this guy put his hand up and said, where are you from? And he went, uh, he went, oh, Zambia. I went, oh, God loves Zambia. And then anyone else in this room said, Sweden? He said, God loves Sweden. God loves the Swedish. Anyone else, he kind of put his hand up. And it sounds like a joke, but yeah. it's not. He went, English. And he just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> he just carried on. He just carried on. He just started the service. It was incredible. It was so bizarre. It yeah, was yeah, so, yeah. It felt like I was in a, you know, Dave Allen joke. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, isn't it? Because people, like you say, people do have <laughs> geographical pride. Yeah. And quite right too, but... It's, it, and the hands on the other foot, and you get kind of tarred with the brush of where you're from. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a horrible feeling. It's you're trying to come home from Belgium, yeah. and uh, you know, getting tangled up in the uh, two-day test, forty-eight yeah. hours, all this stuff. Yeah. And the Belgian people at the Eurostar, you know, they were just so ready to not like me and my wife. And it just felt like, it felt directly Brexit related, do you know what I mean? I've been in and out of Belgium so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, as soon as there was any trouble with the British people on this day, it was like, oh, okay, here we go. It's here come the idiots. So unnecessary. <laughs> it really hurt. But there we go. So, you said, rest your legs. Yeah, Get rest your legs, freshen Great up Great course. Yeah. I thought, two laps, we've run a couple of... You know, 42 minutes and a few seconds. Yeah. 10Ks. Yeah. I'm going to smash this bad boy. Started running. Yeah. Ran with the front runners. Right. Guy uh, in the blue vest. And you know what the weather was like on Saturday. Yeah. Going well. At the beginning, I felt good. Felt like I was with these guys. Yeah. Gradually getting away from me, but equally, the leader of them also let me faded a bit. Kind of basically. So you're in there. You're mixing it. Mixing it. Brilliant. Front of the pack. Yeah. Two laps. Really lovely route. Yeah. Down around, along the road. Yeah. Through the waggly bit of woods by the lake. Back yeah. through all the Victorian architecture and round again. Yeah. Knowing I was pushing it pretty hard, feeling a bit wheezy, but steady. Started to rain. Yeah. Came in. I looked at the, didn't get the results check, but looked at the thing. Seventh place. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We said about going around the country and finding somewhere we could go top ten. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That was one of them. Brilliant. Got my results. Slowest one this year. Really? <laughs> What was, your, what was your time? It was about 21 and a half. Right. 21, 28. Wow. It was only my slowest time this year by one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has yeah. been, it has been, a, had been a busy week. And it was wind and rain out there, but it, it must be a new, uh, a different course, because mine, it immediately started with a, a long, gradual long downhill. No. For a good half mile. No, we went down and left and then round and up. Right. And looped around a, a, a monument and out onto the... They said they changed it. So right, right. It was really good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to be that near the front, though, isn't it? Yeah. From, if, if memory serves. Yeah, no, that serves. was great. I mean, in a way, it was classic, you know. It took away all my excuses from the week before. But I yeah. was running with... You know, it ties in with what you were saying last week. When I was saying, you know, you don't want to look behind, you want to look ahead. And then you said, oh, yeah, never look back. And someone came online to say how wise you'd been. I thought I'd mention it now, just to point out that you were agreeing with me. Right. But I know I'm not Northern, so don't listen to me. I am. <laughs> all right. And Rob's here. Oh, all right. <laughs> it does make you worry about the gigs. 
I always say that in Scotland because I genuinely love Scotland. I've got such a bond. I've spent so much time there yeah. before as a comedian and everything. I just have to, it's in my book, I think, just point out that with my accent, when I go into shops and stuff, the feeling is not mutual. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, thank you, at least with your... Um, there's a great leveller, isn't there, that I'm complaining about your Yorkshire heritage and how I can't have it. But at least in Scotland there, at that church, yeah. you'd have been hated really equally. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, they're really uh, not fans of Yorkshire. <laughs> but I think also, who was it saying the other day that the north-south divide is incredibly ancient and in a way... It's sort of the only way forward as a balanced and happy society is to probably recognise it, you know. What do you think people do on the ground? Yeah. But like the whole kind of, you know, the sense of equality and levelling up yes. is all very well, but there can't be and shouldn't be homogeneity. These places are all different. And, different it, and, it, and it's great that they are, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Blackpool's got that thing where, apart from anything else... It's at the end of the road on an isthmus. Yes, yeah, that yeah. It's yeah. always going to give a place an interesting. Of course, it's it's the same with Scarborough. It's just the isolation. Yeah. yeah, it's not on the way to anywhere. No, only to itself. And that will always lead to individuality and uniqueness. And uh, and it's great to do gigs. I had a funny gig in uh, Lancaster. I was uh, doing Lancaster Grand on second. Having a real, just got there. So got it was there. quite a big theatre gig. Yeah. Nice. I got there. I started off when, I, when the announcement went on. That's the time to go on stage. Ah, oh, I see. He's saying yeah, you yeah, went on. Yeah, he said, here's Paul Doggers, and then I went on. Perfect. And I started. You're good. He's been doing this thing for years. Started getting some laughs. Because I'm a comic, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, good. And the laughs were building, and I was getting to the stage where it's just... Did you do what I do, which is when you write an act, you set before a gig, the first thing I write down is always on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I uh, was getting really, just really big laughs, really enjoying it. And then halfway through a routine, a very drunk woman, I do a routine about my son getting... Uh, getting drunk and falling asleep on a train and me driving out to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, told, I hope with warmth, you know, because it's just meant to be a funny, funny routine. Because you're trying to tell it funny because it's your job. Yeah, because that's my job. Yeah. And uh, and she went, um, I'll leave him alone. After the routine, I'll leave him alone. <laughs> he's just, he's having a good time. I went, oh yeah, I know he's having a good time. <laughs> I want him to have a good time. Before you chipped in, everyone else was having a good time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just started playing with it. Yeah, yeah. And she was just sort of like, uh, she was just one of those audience members who was just like, kept digging a hole, you know. And she doesn't really mean that about leaving your son alone, does she? She just wants to pick a drunken row with you. I don't know what she wanted. And then she was saying, uh, then she said, uh, tell your face to cheer up <sighs> to me on stage. And then everyone starts booing. Yeah. And, and then she goes, it's a joke, I'm just joking. And then it just kept getting worse and worse. You know, it was about three minutes. Yeah. And I didn't, um, 
I didn't slate her because I don't do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm just not that kind of comic. I was having fun with it, but I wasn't trying to make her feel bad. Yeah. In fact, everyone wanted her to get kicked out. Yeah, and they were probably a little bit more like, call her a name. Yeah, everyone, everyone wanted her to get kicked out. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want her to get kicked out. You know, we've all had a, w- a rough couple of years. I'm okay with this. It's okay. Yeah. But it was just like, it's just hard work, isn't it? But that, but yeah. that. <laughs> But then while you're dealing with this, there's that, there's that little nagging bit in your brain that thinks, maybe she's right. <laughs> yeah. maybe, she, maybe she's not just a, a really drunk woman out who's got been getting drunk all day and doesn't really understand what's happening. Maybe she's some kind of mystic sent from another world to tell me to, to, tell me to cheer <laughs> up when I'm on stage. Or, the truth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's a truth bomb dropped by God yeah, for this so. very moment. It doesn't feel like that No. Me. I fell off the wagon on Sunday. Oh. I, uh, I suppose the day, you know, like we're talking about Groundhog Day, coming into February must have weakened you a little. It was uh, a meal with mates. Yeah. And it just felt a bit prudish not to drink. It's whether I can just not drink at home. That's a big one. That's a good um, Good quest. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a laugh, but... I did. I drank enough. I got a hangover the next day. Doesn't feel great. No. Really doesn't feel great. Much happier without them. I, uh, when my mum took us out to lunch after that long run last week, yeah. I immediately had a pint. Right. And another, and another. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is... Well, immediate, immediately afterwards, <laughs> or there... <laughs> <laughs> I factored it into my two days on each week. Right. So it wasn't ideal, but it was a good side of my pragmatic plan, you know? Yeah. Because I still came out at the end of the week saying, no, I've had five days without booze. Yeah, And of great. course, that ties in in a really psychologically useful way with having done all my exercises, all my mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so you, took, you took the train to Blackpool? Yeah. You trained it, right. Car hire is just too expensive. Yeah. Every now and again, I get to pick up a vehicle for the weekend and it's cheap enough for it to be worthwhile. But it's always a van. Right. So okay. that's, from a comedy point of view, that's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Feels almost a bit sinister. Up picking up a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take a look at it. And <laughs> Another thing I really like, going back to, uh, it's true of all park runs, but this Darren Back Park Run in uh, South Sea. Yeah. I've always got a special love for the volunteers furthest from the start and finish. Yes, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. they are Their the volunteers. Their sacrifice is greater, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they also, that thing of us seeing everyone else on the run, that's all they have. They, all they have is us runners. Yeah. Other than that, you know, the guy, or woman, but I'm remembering the guy who was there last time. The bloke at two and a half kilometres from the start. And, you know, if you're going for a walk at the seaside, you walk two and a half kilometres along the promenade. That's a long way. Do yes, you know what I mean? Is. You're yeah, in yeah, a different yeah, yeah. place yes, to, yeah, yeah. to the other people. Yeah, they've made the ultimate sacrifice, haven't they? Yeah, and then they get... They're out there on their own. And they'll get a couple, a hundred, a couple hundred hellos. But just from people who are doing this, look, we can do it right here. Yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're seen as a sort of inconvenience to people because people don't really like the out and backs that much because you've got to stop running and start again. Yeah, it slows them down. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think we, I, 
I just do everything I can on Saturday, but I should imagine the short answer is that running 40 miles a week yeah, yeah. makes my park runs a minute slower. Yeah. And more fundamentally, even though a bit of pace and a bit of hill work is great ultra training, really, it's about getting used to running further and slower. But yeah, yeah, and the fatigue accumulates, isn't it? Yeah. You're getting used to running while tired, aren't you, really? Yeah. Also, that was a... Uh, that was a Smith's album, wasn't it? Fatigue accumulation. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, Johnny Marr, I read Johnny Marr in the uh, Observer at the weekend. Right. Oh, he's fantastic. He's such a cool guy. Did you read it? Did you see it? He's a runner, isn't he? He's a runner. He goes running, yeah. He's a clean living runner. Right. He's bang into running. Yeah. He's also gave up drink and I think other substances like 20 years ago. Right. But he also, if you say, how's it going for you? He's like, listen, I'm not, don't want to get on my high horse. You don't have to be like, me, do what you want, but it's excellent. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Diffident about it. Yeah. And equally, he meditates as well. Right. So you're saying some people run because it's meditative. I don't. Yeah, I Doesn't meditate. for me. Yeah. I meditate and <laughs> yeah. then I run. Yeah. And then he's got a, such a clear idea of What's the phrase they use? Just this career, because he's brilliant and famous. Yeah. But he's also versatile and has done different things. So he's been in all these bands doing all this different stuff, which is, in terms of the way perceived that people perceive their pop stars, it's not perfect. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people can't get a handle he's on it. Yeah. He's not like Adele. He's had a very career, career, yeah. Yeah, and he's still got to talk about um, He's still going to have to talk about the Smiths and Morrissey. And then Morrissey gets to carry on. Morrissey is Adele, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's gone away and he's gone off. And he's, you know what I mean? I, I'm just, I can't express to you how disappointed I am in Morrissey. But, uh, but Johnny Morris is so cool. He is my number one person I'd like to go for a run with. I mean, I'd like we've to do it for this. We've sent out we've tried it before, yeah. yeah. But really, if I'm honest, and this is probably something that we're putting off, is that running commentary would be my excuse to go for a run with Johnny Yeah, Marr. yeah, yeah. He taught me to play the guitar. Not face-to-face. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that was in the Observer this weekend, was it? Yeah. That was dog could kill us all. I was going to be. I'm not going to express. I was going to be friendly to that, that dog, but it had a lifeless eye. Oof, lifeless eye, just that were only matched by its owner. Yeah, I thought you were going to say only matched by its testicles. No. <laughs> kind of three braces of terrifying <laughs> spears. <No>. Huge knackers. <laughs> terrifying soulless eyes, and that was the owner. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly stopped myself expressing any opinion on Jimmy Carr <laughs> while we were here. But um, I found it strange, just from our point of view, subjectively, looking at the internet, and possibly after not just my weekend's comedy, but every weekend's comedy. Yeah. Comedians, at the moment, very defensive about free speech. I think on stage... It's fine. Specifically, I've seen plenty of comedians say, you know, not, yeah, not yeah, bad yeah. things, but like prod audiences for a kind of I'm being a bit cheeky response. Yes. And yeah, have yeah. it go really well. Yeah, Generally, yeah. it does. Yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. that comedy is dead, you can't say anything these days, is very much a newspaper and government conversation, not a anything yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been at conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I found weird is 
there was just no shortage of people kind of quite often jumping through a couple of hoops to defend Jimmy and saying the important thing is, you know, he was telling a joke. And I just, I didn't feel that way. I found his joke as a human. I found his joke unnecessary and offensive. And I don't think he should have said it. And I don't think, I don't really... I understand the next conversation. What about context? What about all the other jokes? You don't want the government to ban Netflix. But I have to come straight round to stuck around to the joke itself. It was bad. He shouldn't have said it. He could be paraphrased as hate speech. He said, isn't it, wouldn't it be funny if all these people from this specific ethnic group I'm not in were dead? That's not right. And in this t- day and age, there's plenty of people who will be listening to that and laughing and saying, yes, I agree. Not with the irony, not with the context, just with the hatred. Yeah, I think it comes down to what you want to do about it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, you can't, you, you, you off can't, the you can't really do much about it. I mean, you know, people have been laughing unironically at Al Murray for years. Yeah. It's just... And also, of course, on a different kind of circuit, there's places you can, you know, there's a lot of people have made a connection between Jimmy Carr and Roy Chubby Brown, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, I think, as a comic, you define yourself by what you do on stage, don't you? Yeah. You define yourself by your choices. I never make the choices you make. Yeah. And I don't, I've never liked that shock, I'm saying this for shock laugh sort of thing. Yeah. But enough people, say you're going uh, enough to. people do, though. That's, that's a disappointing thing. It tells, they yeah. like to feel dangerous, and they think they're dangerous by going to see Jimmy Carr. Yeah. And I found that just weird. I've always yeah, found yeah. it weird. It's dangerous <laughs> in a different way because it's insidious. It yeah. actually normalises um, types of danger. And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it just... It's irresponsible. You know? I think that, obviously, I don't know. If one person said to me, the important thing is that we defend his right to say it, I'd say, oh, interesting. But when all the comedians are saying that, it's like, I just feel like, is that the important thing? In, particularly in this day and age, no one seems to lack people to defend their right to say horrible things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah There's yeah. plenty of people. I just think we're living in a time where hate's on the up. You know, with the policeman who was, you know, uh, convicted of proper serious misconduct. Yes, uh, but yeah, didn't yeah, lose yeah. his job. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, policeman, yeah. no, sorry, the footballer who was found guilty of rape didn't lose his job. It's, we live in a world um, with, where bullies are on the up. And I don't approve. Yeah, I, I just don't see what you can do. Uh, no. With, with a, you know, it's no, just... learning about it online is, is uh, cathartic, probably at most. It's... Uh, it's what you know. I mean, he tells you know he's very. He tells jokes against women. Again, do you mean the whole thing is? Uh, he's yeah. always been a bit callous, hasn't it? Yeah, but the then look, look, that's the it. other side of it is that sense that you know. Some people say, "Where do you draw a line?" And other people say, "Once you've said there's no line, you don't need to draw a line." So you know, you could go through and say, "Well, that joke's technically okay because." But this one isn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's pointless, isn't it? But, the, but the, yeah, there's no one. To, you, you certainly don't want Nadine Doris drawing the line. No. Uh, I, don't use it. I don't trust her. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. I just, just use it against us. In fact, well, there's some people saying that it's been deliberately put there to, to 
to divert attention from other things, almost creative. I mean, the, the yeah. special's been out since Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't think it was. I mean, I think the government are obviously loving it. And it yeah, and I think that the uh, you know, so, uh, it's just uh, PR, really, isn't it? Yeah, Javid, com- Javid comes out and says we've got to do something. Yeah, Such, I mean, that's a joke, isn't it? <laughs> Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 